0: patreon supporters today is ghost adventures day i've been waiting for this
1: so you probably already know that i'm liz and, and i'm samantha and we have Kara here today hello Kara mm-hmm. is
0: joining us for the special patreon she's a ghost episode. expert of south minneapolis <laughs> we also heard that she's a fan of this show so this is just the perfect time to have her on to talk about basically this. she you. said you're
1: you're gonna have me on for this one and we said yes Yes, this are. is
0: exactly what happened. We've gotten to the point where people can demand to be on our show, and look, that's fine. Yeah. Do well, I brought pink Moscato so I yeah. I earned yeah. my keep here. I accept that a hundred percent. When we have friends on our show, they bring us stuff. Yeah. So consider making a podcast. It really works. Out. <laughs> I'm just trying to get under, I know it's going to get
1: cold, yeah. I'm just trying to get under a quilt here, and I keep knocking my microphone, and it's
0: we started ex- recording, I was not really settled, hold on. Yeah, it's really cold in Minnesota right now, and we talk about this slot, but we have to turn the heat off, so we're, we have blankets, and we're all kind of getting under our blankets gonna right now. My,
1: I'm going to put on my podcasting
0: shawl. The Facebook group has requested a photo of Babushka Liz <laughs> yeah, with <too> a... <laughs>
1: They request that all they want. It's not happening. Doesn't mean they're going to get it. Yeah.
0: All right, we're here talking about the television show Ghost Adventures. So, Samantha, tell us a little bit about your history with this fine program. Okay, my best friend in college and I... Uh, shout out Matt. Doesn't listen to the show. I don't think he's <laughs> a Patreon supporter. But we used to watch the show all the time in college. You know when you're skirting your responsibilities in college? And sure. just like binging all the time. garbage mm-hmm. television to avoid real life? You we mean me watching like six episodes mm-hmm. of Law and Order every mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we did that with Ghost Adventures. And we would just watch episode after episode. He actually introduced me to the show because we watched the documentary. And then we just got real into it. And there's a million seasons of this. So... Yeah, Wait, this isn't very... the person with the moldy chair though right no this is my friend okay good she was not my friend <laughs> Wait, I, earlier i was telling liz and cara about a horrible roommate i had in college who never cleaned up after herself to the point where her chair was moldy because she spilled coffee on it and never cleaned it up that was, this was not her okay so, yeah. that's pretty bad it is it is pretty bad but i have very fond memories of the show but the thing of it is, is i haven't watched the show in many many years i've really only seen like the early seasons, there's now, like, 15 seasons or something of this show. That's unnecessary. It's crazy. And it's changed a lot because a couple of the mem- team members, like, quit and got fired. and Because Zach, Zach is a douche. He's a huge <laughs> douche, which we'll get into. But, yeah. Does Zach
1: ever get a lower back tattoo in later seasons? That's my question.
0: Not in any seasons I've seen. But he does get more and more ripped. And he well. will frequently... Bring Get that up. scratched. I'm doing air quotes by ghosts so that he can take his shirt off. Well, ghosts well, hate her shirts. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned. I mean, ain't that the truth? Okay, so, <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I don't I think it is the truth, Samantha. I don't know. He's Come.
2: just showing what the good Lord blessed him with. Amen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't that mad at it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just not, saying. I'm so, I've seen the show a lot. Liz, this is the. We watched this episode together. Liz has never seen the show I've before. I've never seen this show before. It made me kind of. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it made me kind of angry. <laughs> I don't like Zach. Kara, you have seen the show oh, before. Oh, I've seen lots of the show. Yes.
1: I don't like looking at Zach's face.
2: You
0: didn't like his low back.
1: I didn't you like. see a lot of Zach's lower back. He's crawling in this a lot. Why
2: is he crawling so much? He's crawling so a much?
1: lot. He's wearing kind of oversized jeans and you just, you end up seeing a lot of his lower back. How and much pomade is in his hair? It's too much. Way too much. He reminds, do you remember that band Trapped? Yes. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what he makes me think
0: of. The
2: whole group reminds me of a late 90s emo band, but not in a good way. They yeah. want to be that. They so really want to be alt-rock.
0: Do you know what Zach is up to these days? Cara? He works
2: at Savers. <laughs>
0: This show may still be. I'm not totally sure. It's just a guess. Just it out there. Maybe he, also, maybe he. Yeah. Maybe he's working. Also at working at Sabres. <laughs> I believe there was this haunted house that he that no one wanted to buy because it was haunted and he bought it and then made a documentary about it called Hell House the The podcast uh, True Crime Obsessed did an episode on it and it's hilarious I've never seen the documentary but it's as ridiculous as you can imagine I think he's also amassed like this collection of haunted things and weird and like he charges people to come see it he has like this haunted doll Oh. Yeah, he's like turned this into a whole thing. I ain't mad at him for
2: getting a cheap house on discount for being haunted. That's what I'm looking to do. That's how you acquire
0: property. <laughs> yeah,
2: hey, look, that seems ch- like the, the smartest thing. So you have to have
0: some undead roommates, whatever. Yeah. They don't take up much space. And they
2: probably don't make your chairs become rotten.
0: You don't have to wait for them to be done
1: in the bathroom. Yes. They sound like the best kind of roommates.
2: They don't play gongs at midnight.
1: Yeah, they're not banging on a soup pot, <laughs> acting like that's music. Something.
0: Someone's. I won't say whose roommate is doing. You don't have to worry about their stench, like my college roommate. I yeah, mentioned earlier. stench. Look, but I hear that sometimes ghosts smell like meat. Oh. Is this true? And sulfur. I guess that's demons, right? Yeah,
2: I think it's demons. Sorry, I'm the ghost expert. I mean, of
0: I don't course know they do like.
2: that.
1: I feel like several of our <laughs> listeners who have written it have talked about sort of more sulfur. But smells. also stenches, yeah. for yeah. Sure.
0: yeah, I don't, I mean, bad ghosts probably don't smell good. But anyway, okay, so here is what Ghost Adventures is about. This is from Wikipedia. Ghost Adventures is an American television series about the paranormal that premiered on October 17th, 2008 on the Travel Channel. (laughs) Produced by My Tupelo Entertainment, I don't know, the the program follows ghost hunters Zach Baggins, Nick Groff, and Aaron Goodwin as they investigate locations that are reported to be haunted. The show is introduced and narrated by Zach. Ghost Adventures began as an independent film produced in a documentary style. It was filmed in 2004 and produced by Four Real Productions in 2006. Four Real! Real. It's literally the number four R-E-E-L. Yeah. Oh, no. The Sci-Fi Channel premiered uh, the documentary, which was called Ghost Adventures, on July 25th, 2007. The documentary centered on the trio's investigation of the alleged paranormal activity in and around Virginia City, Nevada. The crew returned there during the series' fifth season. The film also featured the Goldfield Hotel in Goldfield, Nevada, which the crew later returned to during the series' fourth and seventh seasons and caught more substantial evidence. Um... Since we're talking about Zach, so last night I was doing my research on Ghost Adventures, and I wanted to find something on the internet that more succinctly summed up the dude bro, douchebaggy essence that is Zach Baggins, because I'm just not very good at describing things, and I found this amazing article by the Portland Mercury, written by a man named Joe Streckert, who reviewed this event that Zach Bagans put on in Portland for fans of the show who won this contest. It was like an overnight ghost hunt. And I think it just really, I want to read you parts of it. I think it just really sums up who Zach Bagans is. I'm looking forward to that. And the title really, the title is A Grown Man Yelling at Dust and Air. My (laughs) Night with Zach from Ghost Adventures. (laughs) So the article goes like this. I did not enjoy myself last night. <laughs> you probably did. You were probably doing something amusing, like watching television or having sex. I was not. Much to my chagrin, noted sadist and Mercury Arts editor Allison Hallett thought it would be funny if I went on a tour of the Shanghai Tunnels hosted by Zach Bagans of the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures. I did. It was terrible. Now you have to share my pain. So I didn't, (laughs) I printed this article and I didn't include the photo, but they have like, there's so many memes of Zach Bagans on the internet with him like bug eyed and spiky haired. (laughs) One originally accompanied this article with a caption underneath it that said guys guys i think my hair product is haunted true i just wanted to include that mm-hmm. i mean it was a bad choice i
1: don't know that you can blame the spirit world for that though so i don't think they want anything to he's do with stuck that in hair. the 90s with so. that hair yeah his mm-hmm. hair
0: to my knowledge has not changed the whole evening stood upon twin pedestals of steaming awful bullshit Ugh. first the shanghai tunnels are an urban myth so they also refer to the shanghai tunnels in this episode or in this in this article with quotes around them, so I don't think it's their actual name and probably has some racist origins, so okay. just be aware of that. The tunnels are actually the basement of a building originally called the Merchant Hotel, now home to a bunch of eateries. I've long been intrigued by the idea that Portland had a big sinister dungeon beneath it, but several experts on the matter have told me that probably was not the case. Aww. So the article continues. I like horror movies, haunted houses, and even a ghost tour now and then. I am however also an intelligent human being who can tell reality from fantasy. Zach Bagans of Ghost Adventures did not, does not Appear to be one of these humans. Oh, wow. Baggins' persona is one, of amiable, is, is one of an amiable side of meat. He's stocky, <laughs> deep-voiced, <laughs> and seems like the kind of guy who would call you bro without any sense of self-consciousness or, for that oh, matter, yeah, self-awareness. Yeah. In his introductory remarks, Baggins talked about how he didn't believe in ghosts until he had a paranormal experience himself, which inspired him to become, as he calls himself, a per- professional paranormal investigator. Most of the quote, investigation consisted of Baggins yelling at the air, asking if any specific ghosts were around, and pointing at various objects at nooks and crannies. <laughs> The gadgets made funny noises, but that's about it. After which Baggins would say, yes, hello, or something to that effect. <laughs> Throughout the tour, this continued. Oh, no. Static, yelling, more static, more yelling, speculation on the part of the audience that they'd heard something. Static, boredom. The consensus was that the ghost just weren't out that night, but Baggins claimed that the last time he was in the Shanghai Tunnels, a ghost asked him to get naked. Um... He always is becoming... <laughs> That's projection. That's
1: projection. The whole
0: thing was terrible. Uh, as a historical <laughs> tour, it failed because, you know, it was trying to pass off a basement as a super-secret underground dungeon. More importantly, as a creepy ghost experience, it also failed. If Baggins does believe in ghosts, he's credul- He's a credulous doofus, and if he doesn't, he's a charlatan. <laughs> there was only Baggins yelling at his screeching ghost-hunting equipment and ignoring the people whom he presumably was there to entertain. For someone who's been judged a competent enough performer to be on television on a regular basis, yeah, I, I Baggins that suspect, was a that dead suspect. fish. He is quite simply not any good at putting on a show. On my way out, I talked to two fans of Ghost Adventures and asked them if they really believed the space we were in was haunted. Oh, yeah, one of them said, but not tonight. Well, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> that's one person's experience with Zach Baggins, and I really think... It- it really gets to the essence of who he is as I a I just person. want yeah. to sing that
1: song, I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his hair... Yeah, uh, I have that stuck <laughs> in my head now, just from looking at his hair. Is there uh, anything else you want to say about the show before we dive into the recap? Uh, I find this painful. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I
2: have a horrible burning I sensation. Was <laughs> in your eyeballs from yes. seeing
0: exactly I yes. think you should get that checked out at minute <laughs> The other thing I wanted to mention about um, <laughs> this trio of dudes is that as I, Kara notices too, but as like the years go on and like the seasons continue, you can tell that Aaron and um, Nick become slowly more and more, like more and more hatred grows <laughs> to, from that from them towards Zach. Because he's always doing things like yelling at them and bossing them around yeah. and making Aaron, who's clearly the most scared of the three, sit in like at haunted attics alone I mean, that's just not a good friendship.
2: No, no, it's not. It's not healthy. These working conditions don't seem good to me. I was saying they need to be
0: contacting HR. Yes. Yeah. OSHA. Yeah. And it, later, I don't They're know. They're breathing when in this was. all sorts
1: of asbestos,
0: yes, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's later seasons where Zach makes a big to do about how he has breathing problems and he has to wear, like, respirators on these um, investigations or lockdowns. Cars <laughs> <or> rolling her <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they are in sort of, like, falling
1: apart buildings. That's probably a much bigger concern than the ghosts. That's, probably. Yeah.
0: But there was some drama later on. In particular, I found some information about how Aaron left the show. So, oh. Aaron Goodwin has been fired from the Travel Channel television series Ghost Adventures, according to a Travel Channel executive... Goodwin was fired from the series following an interview he did with the Are We Alone podcast in which he went on an eight-minute rant about how the <laughs> Travel Channel took everything that was authentic and truly paranormal about the show and made a mockery of it by making the crew record its own voices in place of actual EVPs when filming did not reveal enough evidence to satisfy producers. Oh... Yes. So, just so you know, I don't know that did this get, is happening. Did he get unemployment after that? I hope he did. Not. I know that Nick eventually quit the show, and he went on to have like another like very successful ghost show on the Travel Channel. So, I think they're probably doing fine. But
2: Nick is the one who seems the most legit to me. Yeah. As a true ghost expert, <laughs> we'll say in air quotes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Nick seems yeah. the most legit, and Aaron seems the most likable. And then there's Zach. And then Zach just has nothing going for him at all. Zach just really,
2: really wanted to be an alt fan. Exactly. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. And Zach's got this whole, like, I'm a dark and mysterious, like, it's gross. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> The whole episode's just going to be Liz sighing. So much sighing. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. So we watched the series premiere, which is Bobby Mackey's Music World. And I think this is one of their more like famous episodes. If anybody has been to this place, we definitely want to hear from you about it's your, in Kentucky. Yes. your experience in Kentucky. At Bob, this Wilder Kentucky at Bobby Mackey's Music yeah. World, which I do think got some notoriety after the this sh- this show premiered. I mean, I have to say it looks like a dump. Yeah.
1: I feel like if they just gave it a good clean, it would be a lot less haunted. Marie Kondo yeah, get Could in work there. Some magic on this get place. in there because nothing sparks joy. For clean sure. that dump. It just seems like very dusty and poorly
0: lit. Why was there hairspray in a bar? Well, that was in the like caretaker's oh. apartment, <laughs> which but, it looks the same as the entire. It's very it's dumpy. It's gross. It's dirty. It, and it but all no looks one's the living same. there. They should clean that out too. It's dingy. I I'm mm-hmm. not sure they have a
1: ghost problem so much as just like a. I don't even know if you call that sanitation Dust problem. Dust and debris issue? Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's more of just like a cleanliness problem. So Bobby Mackey's Music World is the series premiere of Ghost Adventures. Zach leads the Ghost Adventures crew to Wilder, Kentucky to investigate Bobby Mackey's Music World. With a history full of murder, suicide, and satanic cult activity, That's... this nightclub has It's d- a stretch. <laughs> become known as Hell's Gate. What is Liz, the... what do you want to say about the satanic What is the evidence about the satanic <laughs> exactly, cult I activity? I think the evidence to all of this is just Rumor.
2: It's that guy who's saying, "In my opinion,
0: yes, in my opinion." There's like a cool ex, like, town historian or something, that's interviewed at one point, and he always just keeps saying, "Well, it's the the facts are this, but in my opinion." <sighs> <laughs> We're one sentence into the If you're playing the
2: sigh along with Liz drinking game, now's your time to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be glock, glock. going
0: anywhere. All right. Um, Don't play that drink, game and drive. Thank you. Bobby Mackey's is said to be infested with demons and evil spirits. It's infested with something. I think well, it's mice. Maybe, maybe cockroaches. <laughs> Many people were possessed and scratched there. Many. In its history, a showgirl at Bobby Mackey's named Johanna had a boyfriend named Robert Randall. When his when Johanna's father learned that Johanna was pregnant with Randall's child, he had Robert murdered by a gunshot to the head. Johanna was so distraught about it that she poisoned her father and succeeded with taking her own life. Okay, they could have introduced that way better on the show. They just like jump right into. You get a lot of information right up front because there's not a lot of time to get the history before they go to the lockdown. I think they should have introduced it way better. Yeah. There's also the story that they tell about a woman, uh, Pearl Bryant, who was allegedly, well, she was murdered in this area. And they keep saying that, so she was beheaded by these two men who may or may not have been Satan worshippers. That's not clear. I'm gonna guess no. I don't think so. I agree. I'm gonna place a very large bet on they
1: were not satan
0: worshippers. She was the girlfriend of one of the people who killed her and she, so she was beheaded and her her body was thrown in the river. She did not die at Bobby Mackey's, but there's this rumor that her head was thrown into the well in the, because Bobby Mackey's used to be a slaughterhouse or it's attached to a building that used to be a slaughterhouse and they like the blood would go through this well in the basement and there's this ledger it sounds like an urban legend that her head was thrown into this that's well that's like it's something kids make up to yes, scare each other yes at slumber parties
1: yeah and now that's being just like accepted as fact on this show yeah, there's
0: no evidence that her killers were ever at bobby Mackey's or that she her head was ever there but zach keeps repeating it as if it was true
1: yeah that's pretty annoying i don't believe it And then he goes and he gets some more hair
2: gel.
0: Yeah, that's off camera, but we assume that's happening. (laughs) I mean,
1: it has to be to maintain that level of pointiness. It's
2: so greasy. It looks like he just got out of a pool. It does. It's always slick and shiny.
0: It's so slick. So, Zach, Nick, and Aaron arrive at Bobby Mackey's Music World, a nightclub in Wilder, Kentucky, just south of downtown Cincinnati. That's a loose definition. so more of like a honky tonk <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> yes located off the east bank of the north flowing licking river this former i don't sp- like the name i don't that either, Not yeah. either. That's, i'm sorry that's what it's called this former slaughterhouse can we rename the river speakeasy. maybe it's been renamed since i mean this aired i don't know when this aired but this is one of their first episodes so maybe they've changed the name this former slaughterhouse turned speakeasy is reportedly one of the most haunted locations in the US having centuries old connections to organized crime multiple murders and satanic cult activity what is the satanic cult two people cannot equal a cult I'm sorry (laughs) I am sorry one may or may not have ever been there one
1: satanist is not a cult no
0: Zach keeps saying that people would do satanic ritual human sacrifices in the basement okay he
1: said that they definitely did animal sacrifices <laughs> and that some people think they did human sacrifices and i was like okay first of all no no one thinks that and also i think the animal sacrifice part is just the slaughterhouse the literally yeah. yeah yeah
0: they slaughtered animals
1: not for sacrifices for yeah burgers.
0: <laughs> Outside the building is a sign that prov- provides a disclaimer that the building's management does not take any responsibility and not- cannot be held liable for any activity of ghosts on the premises. I would like a sign like this for my house. Same, kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The building's murders date back to 19- 1896. That's something 1896. We, should, we should maybe have for patrons. They could get a sign that says management cannot be held liable for ghost yes. activity on the that's premises. That's a great idea. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So the murders <laughs> at this place date back to 1896, when one of the most notorious murders in Kentucky history girl, uh, occurred. A woman by the name of Pearl Bryan was beheaded some miles from the building by two men. Why did they bring her head there then? I don't. She think they loved. Did country music and they wanted her to hear it one last time <laughs> <laughs> alonzo walling and scott jackson murdered her i believe she was dating scott jackson i'm not sure so sure bloodhounds front found the headless body and tracked its heads tracked her scent to the building whereupon they captured the two men officials never found the head and contended that it probably washed into the river but it is of the opinion of Douglas Hensley, author of Hell's Gate, that the men went to the abandoned well underneath Bobby Mackey's Music World, which was connected to the river via a sewer and offered the head as a blood sacrifice to the devil. Oh my uh-huh. God. <laughs> <laughs> this no. is making shit up. I'm yeah. going to start saying this about everywhere I go. I yeah. don't know where Douglas Hensley got that information, but he's interviewed for... A His in ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite possibly but can we start
1: a rumor right now that at the like at the downtown Minneapolis library <laughs> in the basement by the parking garage is a portal to hell is a portal to hell that I once went and made a deal with the devil
2: <laughs> I was gonna say the Lake Street Cub Foods produce area <laughs>
0: Like if we just keep saying that, we'll eventually be like, well, I, I. someone will write a book about it, and maybe Zach Baggins will come. No, and lockdown.
1: Okay, please let's start the rumor that nowhere in the Twin Cities area is haunted, so Zach Baggins stays away.
0: <laughs> There's no ghosts anywhere like to be found. I do think they've been to Minnesota.
1: Well, but they I'm would have sure. to be. if They've been on
0: this show well, for 15 yeah.
1: fucking years. Eventually, yeah, they're going to make it to the for a state.
0: A long time. <laughs>
1: The well? Do you think they investigated the phantom pig at the Minnesota <laughs> State Fair? is that a phantom pig. Yeah. Allegedly
0: a, <laughs> Allegedly the swine barn at has the Minnesota a, has State Fair pig. is haunted by the ghost of a pig. However, according to legend, the pig ghost cannot be captured on camera. So don't think you're going to find a picture of yes. it. Yes. So I'm rolling my eyes and I'm a ghost believer here. I'm, I might be part ghost. <laughs> So the well is the last remnant of the building's former history as a slaughterhouse and was meant to channel blood from the former killing floor to the river, making it... Uh, pollution. This is... <laughs>
2: yes, they, the EPA.
1: This is not what we do anymore. Many
0: people think that this well is the gateway to hell itself. Who? who thinks that? That one guy? I think this with guy. With a button-up who looks and like a priest? Probably... <laughs> you're right. There's probably a lot of urban legends that kids tell... In yeah. this town. And that's just passed down from kid to kid over the years. And now yeah, the Travel Channel is here with these like, well, dude bros. A 12-year-old in a,
1: in a playground
0: told me this, so it must be <laughs> a true. A 12-year-old on Tumblr wrote about it, so it, it must is, be true. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the two men also proclaimed at the gallows that they would come back and haunt the area forever.
1: I'm forever. Say, I'm going to say that as I'm dying. Same. I'm gonna say, watch out, my enemies. I, <laughs> I will be haunt, haunt you, for you for the rest of your days.
0: So the ghosts that have been. You'll go, oh in- shit! <laughs>
1: this is Put that in my will. Uh, she also wanted to know you to know that she did not like you, and that she'll <laughs> haunt you forever. So thanks for attending this will reading.
0: <laughs> we'll read that at have you. Have a you nice know? life. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice life.
1: <laughs> Here's a sign to hang up that says that the management is not
0: responsible for her ghost. <laughs> So the ghosts that have been experienced at Bobby Mackey's have been identified as these men by numerous eyewitnesses, including owner Bobby Mackey's wife, Janet Mackey. Zach and crew sought her out, but were unable to reach her and were told by Mr. Mackey that she had ghostly experiences upstairs in an old apartment in the building where she heard a voice say, get out. And a full bodied apparition of a man, which she later identified from a photograph as Alfonso Walling pushed her forcefully back on top of the steps. Okay. Since then, she refused to be at the building for several years. Because she hates country music. Yeah, that might be why. Liz, I want your review of the song, jo- Johanna, that they play in I, this it's episode. It's not the worst song
2: I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> I'm not a country music person. It's fine. I just My reaction to it was, when Zach Baggins contacted this guy, like, we want to film in your stupid dump of a honky tonk the guy was like okay but you have to pay at least 30 seconds of my song so then of course it's like well i'm just a big fan big fan of the song johanna which no one is what no one on earth is a big fan of that song and so then then they got to play it and like show some promo stills of him as like a music like like anyone cares it's just also
0: tiresome yes (laughs) So, Zach and crew next meet with the former caretaker of the building, Carl Lawson, who has this guy an is even more shocking story sketch. to relate. He was tweaking. Yeah, this guy is not sober. In the no, episode. I don't think Positively, so. Possibly he's never allegedly, sober.
2: Allegedly. Allegedly. He looked clammy. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded you of a clam?
0: Carl- no, he was sweating. Oh, yeah, Cara, yeah. I need your description of Carl Lawson.
2: Carl Lawson looks like a bad librarian who's got some glasses from 1984. True. He wanted to be in a rock band cuz he's got like shoulder-length hair, <laughs> but it's he, it's not working out. He's
0: wearing this tweed he, coat. Yeah. Over a
2: bad plaid button-up. Yes. And these beady eyes and this clammy, clammy
0: sweat. Yeah, his eyes, his gaze is kind of like always just like looking through you. It's like incapable
2: of focusing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of paints the picture. Okay, He's sort kind of a mouth breather. Yeah. He's definitely a mouth Allegedly. breather. Allegedly. Sorry Allegedly. Sorry to make fun of Carl librarians. Not listening to
0: this episode. You can say whatever you want about Carl I'm just going to... Keep saying allegedly. It's possible that Carl Lawson isn't with us. I'm anymore. convinced that that's legal
1: protection from any. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, in oh, my oh. opinion, in my opinion,
0: so Carl- he has a substance abuse problem. <laughs> so Carl Lawson was a former caretaker back when he used to live and sleep in the apartment upstairs, always with a shotgun by his bed. Yeah, move. That's paranoid. That, that's, How is the shotgun a- going to save you from demons? I want to know. Yeah, yeah I don't, no. you're not going to kill them. I, uh, I don't understand what I don't really think any of this guy's decisions make sense no. so. every morning at 6am he was awoken to what sounded like an army marching through the bar below him that's too much
1: then in Was one, that just his alarm clock and he was hung over? The ghosts were telling him to wake the fuck up and get to work. Yeah.
0: Then on Carl, one occasion... Carl, quit sleeping. <laughs> Carl,
1: quit sleeping.
0: He became demonically possessed. Uh-huh. And the reverend spent six hours performing an exorcism on him. And Carl woke up with no recollection of what happened. PCP will do that to you. <laughs> I, if I needed an
1: exorcism, how would I even find someone? Google? I'm really just gonna Google -Google. am I really just gonna Google like Minneapolis exorcism you'd probably
0: go down to a Catholic church I don't think most
1: priests in the US perform exorcism. no they
0: don't but they may have a number to call they've got a friend they probably have a directory (laughs) really? (laughs) maybe I don't know who else you'd find one word of mouth Joe down the street is like look my cousin had an exorcism done last year I got a guy a friend of mine once helped out with an exorcism. I'm really? have to what? ask how that occurred. We need them yeah. on the show to tell the story.
1: Yeah, I don't have many
0: details. How do you help out with an exorcism? You hold down one... You're, like, one of four people that hold down a limb.
1: People would often come to her for, like, spiritual advice for, like, how to, like, deal with people who have hexed them or whatever. Uh-huh. And she would say, like, oh, you need to, like, put salts by your door, you know. And somehow, yeah, she got involved in, like helping with some exorcism. But I don't really have details on it.
0: Well, we Mm. need more details. You can't just tease us with this information Uh, and not give us all of the the details. (laughs) Is there like a... Like a I don't know, like a HIPAA related like can you not tell so if you're involved in an exorcism, is there like some privacy? See that's the reason I don't have details is she like, didn't really
1: want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's like a medical procedure. You can't just be telling it on I a mean, podcast I mean you're not
1: supposed to you know, you have you have confidentially with your doctor and your priest. Right. So maybe that's that falls yeah. under it. Maybe. So <laughs> Samantha's like, No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs>
0: After the exorcism, an entire wall mysteriously caught fire, and the fire department had to come and put out the fire. Uh, Obviously, this place has perfect wiring. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm sort of surprised that this place hasn't burned down. Uh, Yeah.
1: I'm surprised it hasn't burned down by accident. I'm surprised they haven't burned it down for the insurance money. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. It is
0: a dump and a half. Ooh. To this day, Carl Lawson proclaims that by the grace of God, the demonic spirits have <laughs> left him alone. So, yes. the exorcism worked, I guess. I guess. At one point carl says that he like tried to strangle the priest or something uh, yeah he mentioned that like real
1: casually in a way that i'm not sure you can just like drop that into like maybe you can't just go oh yeah my friend once helped with an exorcism maybe you can't just go oh yeah i once was possessed and tried to strangle a priest so corn muffin like can you just drop that in a conversation and then everybody just like politely is like okay Zach's are like oh yeah dude that makes sense it's like if you were saying like yeah so I need to go pick up my dry cleaning or what you know the most boring thing like oh I I once almost strangled a priest
0: Uh, anyway anyway brand muffins yeah Mm. Anyway, we're going to go get some pizza. I'm yeah. <laughs> All right. Carl later shows Zach up to his old apartment room where that activity took place, relating that sometimes he feels cold winds going up the steps. And yeah, Zach- because it's drafty. <laughs> yeah, this place is not well insulated, okay?
1: <sighs> this place mm-hmm. needs to be cleaned out and a little remodeling, and I
0: guarantee it's going to feel a lot less haunted. Yeah. That's the Liz Walker guarantee. <sighs> So, this is where Zach declares his full intention to taunt the spirits who possessed Carl because they're bullies. He's like, I'm going to stand up.
1: This is what's so annoying about Zach. is He thinks he's such a tough guy, but he's literally like yell. I'm like, I'm going to stand up to an empty room. Yeah.
2: He's really talking to air. <laughs> yeah. He yes. really is, screaming and at dust. dust and air because yes. he like thinks he's
1: acting tough, standing up to no one because he's such a.
0: Puss Oh my god I hate it no. <laughs> So I think- Missed this when I was watching the episode. Carl says that he found a piece of human skull in the well beneath the building. How does he know? Zach just claims he did later. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't. I don't buy it. A- this Car- place was literally a slaughterhouse. How would you know that was a human skull?
0: True. Carl says that in doing so, he believes that he opened up the building to its demonic attacks on the living. I think he was on mushrooms.
1: Um- <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have opinions. We
2: have in theory. my. Opinion, in my opinion, so I was right.
0: Carl Lawson passed away a few oh, years after this oh, show. Oh, so, R-I-P-, RIP, RIP, Carl. You the ghosts uh, finally got him, huh? Live on forever. And Bobby Mackey's music world wow. on the travel in the channel. fucking well. All right, other employee accounts of paranormal activity uh, include eyewitnesses, I'm of jukebox. Yes, well, first we get the story of Rich Lawson who went into the bathroom to wash his hands at a sink and a metal garbage can to the left of the sink suddenly hurled itself back towards the wall behind him with violent force. He turned around and saw it's a man... It's almost as if people at this bar have been drinking. <laughs> I think he was, <laughs> an, he was an employee, but he that doesn't mean he wasn't... Oh, people in the service industry a few, are throwing him uh, back yeah, behind the bar. Few, Come uh, on, yeah, we
2: all know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so he saw a man with a handlebar mustache standing yeah. there. Oh, that's our, that's our MVM. That's yes. Whoever yeah. that ghost was. The mysterious was. The
1: mustache ghost of Bob Maggie's... Bob Maggie's Ma- Ma- music world. <laughs>
0: So next the room got intensely hot. The apparition apparently said the words die game, die game, die game over and over again. Yeah, they wanted to play a game that involved dice and
1: that guy wasn't having it. Apparently not. So they threw a trash can.
0: Yes. Then
1: next we meet I like that there's no explanation of what that would fucking mean. Die it, game. Die game.
2: Die game Die game. Yeah, they just move on from the Maybe it. they're talking die. about the game of dice. Yeah. That's what I think. Gambling.
1: It's like, let's gamble and that guy's like Ah <laughs> the ghost is like I just wanted to play a game. Yeah. yeah. That guy the ghost was the someone who had a gambling problem and he can't stop, even in the even in death. Maybe. So next, we're here for you. Yeah, you can get help, ghosts. You can move on. You can move on. Move now. towards the light. Next, we Does meet. Does Zach ever help these ghosts move
0: on, or he just yells at them a lot? He seems to just yell. I think he mostly just yells. He, always- <laughs> he often makes assumptions that the ghosts he meets are demonic or satanic or whatever. So based on nothing. I, yeah, based on I don't, I don't know. So next manager, <sighs> I have Donna, a lot of issues
1: with Zach. I think I have to write him a letter. A long letter. Also,
2: can I just say, as someone who sees ghosts at times, and hears ghosts, you don't have to always be in the dark. Yeah. They, yes. I, a main co- like theme of this show is that we're going to go into the haunted place, we're going to turn mm-hmm. all it's the pitch lights black. off. And it's I like, don't know why these shows do that.
0: I guess you, just to make
1: it more spooky. I think it just makes it visually look more spooky.
2: You, you can see them in the daylight. Yeah. You can see them with lights on. If a place is genuinely haunted, it will the activity will happen in day and at night. but I can see where they're coming from usually. Usually spirit activity does happen in the witching hour. Yes,
0: late at night, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and they talk about that in the show, I know, in some episodes about the witching hour. But yeah, they don't need it to be pitch black. One of the things, too, is it's like, why are these people always so scared? Because the, the crew is always look, looking terrified. But if you're in a haunted, uh, a reportedly haunted place in pitch black, there's literally no lights, Like, of course they're going to look scared all the time. I think yeah.
1: that they're making it black all the time because they just want to film through the...
0: What are those cameras? Oh yeah, it looks more convincing when you use the like night vision. Camera. Yeah, yeah. The night vision. Because I think that just makes it look spooky. Yes, it definitely makes it look more spooky. The other thing about the show and these shows in general is they are always filming each other. Right. They're never filming like the room at large. So you'll be. Like ninety percent of the time, the camera is focused on one of the crew members, it's and then the focused member, on Zach's
1: lower back. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then Zach <laughs> will claim to see something, and then they'll swing the camera around, and of course, it's not there. It's like you have multiple cameras. Maybe you should be looking at different things. <sighs> yes, so it's that's not the other very that well. Like drives me directed. Crazy about these shows, but yeah, um, Zach, get it together. Next, manager Donna Clifton reports that one day she came into the bar and the jukebox was playing a song that was not on the jukebox and it was not plugged in. Apparently, it was playing the Anniversary Waltz. Which is kind of, I mean, it's kind of spooky, like a spooky song when you're I'm just you this a, I just made that up. That I thought it was nice. It was, a nice. it was nice... <laughs> it
1: sounds waltz. like something that would be playing on maybe like a ghost ship. Yeah that gives you the right vibe yes like you know if you heard this was a song that was playing well the Titanic song you'd be like that makes sense Mm -hmm. which I've heard that about like 12 different songs so I'm not really sure if anybody wants to get back to
0: me on the facts of that matter and not your just your opinion (laughs) (laughs) so Zach is next shown interviewing Bobby Mackey who is the writer of the song Johanna which they play uh (laughs) So in 1930, Johanna was pregnant with her boyfriend Robert Randall's baby. Robert, Ran- I'm sorry, don't you mean her lover? <laughs> she was pregnant by Robert Randall, her lover. Her <laughs> lover. To weird ways of describing. I didn't like that. <laughs> Robert Randall, what you didn't
1: like? Her lover.
0: Yeah, Zach saying that is really. It just it's, creeps me yeah. out. I don't want to hear him talking about. He has a very unfuckable face. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Yes. For the record. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So Robert Randall's murder was arranged by Johanna's father. Johanna then poisoned her father and then uh, killed herself, Ooh. but not before leaving a poem upstairs in the building's spotlight room. The modern-day Bobby Mackey wrote the song in probably 15 minutes. I
1: don't know. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> it,
0: it was high quality. Yeah. As a side note, they talk about the fact that modern-day Bobby Mackey was originally named Randy Mackey, but one day, uh, but when he was one day old, he was unexplicably renamed by his mother for no apparent reason something came over her and she decided to change her name to his name to Robert Randall Mackey uh, so they basically they ask Bobby Mackey do you think that you're the reincarnation of Ro- of Robert Randall and he's like no I don't believe in reincarnation but he's kind of like winking you know right it's weird it's a weird story yeah that part was just kind of huh to me yeah I can't f- whatever <laughs> That's my re I'm
1: like, okay. I guess.
0: So they're still interviewing that Douglas Hensley guy and he says that it wouldn't surprise him if their equipment malfunctioned throughout the night because everyone That's called foreshadowing everyone. Who have tried to investigate this building have had audio and video problems. They are then led by caretaker Matt Coates to the only entrance to the building's basement, where which is where the well is. Is that actually underground, or is it just like kind of a it weird a, barn area? It is the basement. Okay.
2: Okay, and that Matt guy, he just wants to like make up a bunch of shit on the spot and be like, this circle turned yeah. neon green. Yeah, it's so they're like, down huh? there, and
0: Zach is pointing at like a discolored part of the wall, and he's like, I see a face. And then this Matt guy's yeah. they call this place the, the Hall of Faces. Yeah, I swear room he's, of faces. He's, just he's just making, making it all up. <laughs> it did not sound credible. It's like, oh yeah,
1: yeah. So you're looking for what? Satanic demons? Good thing you came to the satanic demon room <laughs> because we got a lot of them here.
0: Matt also tells them that one eyewitness has said that they were down there one night and a satanic symbol on the floor was glowing green what? and felt symbol? hot to the touch. I don't. It just appeared. Um, it's not clear. What? Like a goat? <laughs> I don't know. Just a pentagram? I guess a pentagram? I'm not really sure. Zach doesn't seem to really, truly understand Satanism, so that comes up again and again. Later on, he's, like, putting candles out, like, during their investigation. (laughs) He's like, like, don't worry, I'm not gonna do it in, like, a ritual way. What?
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm not thinking of my lord Satan while I do this. There's an
2: episode where they go to Anton Lavoie's old place, (laughs) and they try to do a Satanic ritual, Anyway, it's on YouTube. You should look it up. It's pretty funny. Oh.
0: A lot of Yeah, I can only imagine. I don't know that I've seen that one. They're like, this is where Anton Lavoie's
2: personal lion scratched on the door. And it's like. He had a lion? Yeah, apparently he had a pet lion. He was pretty extra.
0: Yeah. That's kind of. It's both cool and cruel. It is. (laughs) Yes. So while they're in the basement, like just kind of looking around, they find this Jesus statue whose head is missing and like Ah! broken up. And Zach is like, "Can you believe it broke in this exact way? Where Pearl Bryant was beheaded and her head thrown into the well?" I and I was like, "I yes, can," I because can. this place is literally full of shit. It's, it's so
2: dirty. It's
1: super dirty. It's just it. It looks more to me like something from American Pickers, where they're people always have like all these buildings on their property, and they're like, "Oh well, we haven't even looked in the fifth building yet." And then you go in, and it's just like. Garbage. Yeah. That's what this looks like. So the idea, can you believe the statue of Jesus broke? And I was like, well, you weren't taking care of it. (laughs) It was thrown in the basement. Oh, yes. Yes. I can believe that actually. It was very believable to me. And the floor is just dirt and everything is just. It's like, oh, you had it on a rickety shelf where it could easily fall off and break.
0: Like, Shocking. Yeah. Yes.
1: I do believe it, bro. Yes.
0: All right. So then they go down to the river and look around in this storm suit. I'm sorry. What's the name of the river, Samantha? The Licking River? Nope. <laughs> The Licking River.
1: Yeah, I, I just to go down to, to, the that. The <laughs> that no, no. to the
0: Licking River and explore this <laughs> storm drain that leads to the Licking River. You get a lot of shots of Zach's ass and lower back. <laughs> Nothing happens except you see his butt and they walk well, around in a storm. Maybe for storm someone drain. that was on off, I guess. Not for me, but. No, nope, not for us. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so now we get to the part of the show that is called the lockdown. And before we get there, I think I'm gonna eat a few cheesies. Yeah, get yes. in like the
1: right headspace. We'll pass
0: around some cheesies. We got an open bag of cheesies. We got some wine on the table. How's that three dollar moscato? Delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was three dollars well spent. I know it's
1: a good deal. Three bottles for three dollars. <laughs> I know it's very good. It was good.
0: I put a little bit of that pink mm-hmm. lemonade in it, and it was delicious. <laughs> That's what makes it for breakfast. Exactly. Yes. You got to mix it with juice. <laughs> yes. We're recording this at 11 a.m. <laughs> all right. So the lockdown. Dun, dun, dun. So it's raining heavily. Is it? I didn't see that. No, no I did not. It was not. drizzling, but they claim it was raining heavily. Okay. Mm. So they lie about even the weather. <laughs> so here's what they're going to do. They they lay it all out for this Matt guy who's going to lock them in. Because there's like different parts of the building. There's the nightclub. And then there's the basement. Again, loose loose definitions here. Yeah. They start the evening in the nightclub. This is the part of the, the premise of the show is that they get locked in. So, they have someone who you works know, there. You like a church. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like a lock. Yes.
1: <laughs> Not only do they just take rumors from children as fact, they also think that lock-ins are cool. <laughs>
0: So he's going to lock them in the main speakeasy area, and then at 2 a.m. he's going to come get them and put them, in, lock them in the basement slaughterhouse area. Basically,
1: it's inconvenient that they can't get into the basement from like the main
0: place. Right. right. So they begin their investigation by taunting and goading the spirits into showing themselves. And their first idea... I'm just picturing all the spirits rolling their eyes. They for sure are. Like 90% of the investigation is just Zack running around going, Come at me, ghosts! And telling the ghost to attack Aaron and Nick. He's like, yeah, attack them if you're
2: here. And then the other guy, Nick, he's like, if you're really here, attack Zach. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, totally like trying to fuck with that guy. He's like, he's not doing that.
1: Actually, anytime I think there's going to be a ghost around, I'm just going to say, if you're spirits, if you're here, attack Zach. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wherever you are, wherever, go there.
1: wherever Zach is, I don't know, find him and attack him. Scratch his forehead. <laughs>
0: so their first idea is to put a portable radio on the ground and play the anniversary waltz
1: oh yeah I, it looks like they went to the goodwill yep they just bought like an old cd player boom box those like l- ones that were really circular yeah like, yep. silver <laughs> ones maybe you used to have one in oh, your bedroom mm-hmm. uh he has one of those for some reason maybe he found it in his mom's garage and he has the anniversary waltz somehow. on his on a CD. <laughs> and he plays that for the ghost because it's their favorite it's their favorite tune.
0: So we listen to the anniversary waltz for a while. After a moment they begin to feel extremely cold and the hairs on their arms and neck stand on end and we have to sit through like three minutes of them filming their arm hairs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like the building might be cold and
2: drafty. Yeah. That's not proof of... And it was three minutes too many for me.
0: Yeah, it was it was like four too many. Yes. So while they're filming their arm hairs, they claim that their <laughs> equipment picks up a brief, almost squeaky female vocal sound. I'm very sure this is a mouse. They replay it and it does sound like a mouse. Or maybe like a, the floorboard it's creaking? It's like
1: a- Beep! I think it's... This place has mice. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it doesn't look very. I do they serve food at this place? Because I wouldn't eat there. no, I would not. it better be only sad. the the hardest liquors. It <laughs> <laughs> could not possibly like go bad.
2: Or I'm taking the Everclear. Yeah,
1: we only serve Everclear, ma'am. You
2: like go up? You're like, Find I'll have me. a beer, and they're like, Everclear. It is. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So they that <laughs> comes in like a little cowboy hat.
2: <laughs> it comes from one of
0: those boot glasses. Oh god. You just pass it around.
2: <laughs> <Boots of everything.
0: laughs> oh my god. So they next ask if Johanna is hiding in the attic and decide to go up there. Okay. Yeah. They hear some noises. I don't know. It's twelve I hope. She scratches
1: Zach's forehead and redoes his hair. Someone needs to. He got a ghost
2: haircut. Oh, my God. It's such a bad... It's a bad, bad look. It's very spiky. You know in what? all different directions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like that Pee Wee Herman haircut, which was a joke also. But then if like, that was worse? <laughs> because, yeah, the spikes, instead of just going straight up in the front, are coming out like a crown. Yes. Like around the whole top of his head. And then the back part is just slicked straight forward. I don't know if he's got maybe a little... Little balding area, Mine. but the back part is like slicked, like straight forward, in a very
2: like menacing manner, <laughs> kind of a Jersey Shore manner,
1: but yes. like mm-hmm. but, but not but not high, just like forward. flat, yeah. and 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 bad. It's something. <laughs> I'm not something. A
0: perfect person. <laughs> I never meant to do those things <laughs> to, to you. you. That's all I can think of. It's taking
1: over my brain. That's the real work of the ghosts. The so, ghosts are like, remember that band Stained? And you're like, oh, God, no. Leave me alone, ghosts. <laughs> oh, no. This is a fate worse
0: than scratches. So at this point, Zach decides to go into the attic alone, which this might be. This is one of the few times where Zach volunteers to go somewhere alone. Usually he's forcing Aaron to go get locked a, in a creepy at the attic. He doesn't yes. know he can just...
1: He wants to seem tough. He doesn't know he can just order people around mm-hmm. yet. He's not bossing people Come at points. me,
0: ghost! But, I'm gonna fight you! Upstairs, Zach captures the faint sound of a woman crying. Mm. And I think mm, this is maybe. where they catch the EVP. I'm not really sure. At some point, they catch an EVP of a ghost saying precious no. I didn't hear any of it. No. I heard the woman crying. That kind of did sound like a woman crying. It, that one was
2: more believable to me.
1: It was a woman outside that was being told she had to go to Bob Mackey's Music World and she just started <laughs> it's crying.
2: Just like, God, no. <laughs> is, that is, this the worst? is it there? Hell <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: this is the worst first date of my life. <laughs>
2: oh god if a guy wants to meet you at bob mackie's on a first date run
0: (laughs) run that the energy of women forced to go to bobby mackie's music world on a first date is just captured in the walls i
1: mean that's something we could talk about too is that idea that ghosts are not dead people that they're trapped energy right so maybe it's all the bad experiences at this bar are making it seem haunted i would buy that for (laughs) sure The woman crying is yeah, just someone who had to
2: work there. The music is bad. The staff aren't very nice, and they have bad onion rings. So it's like two plus two equals nothing. It's a no for me. Thank you. It's a no.
1: I would love to see the uh, um, bar rescue. Oh my god! Of. Kara's eyes just got so big. <laughs> She's just the heart eye emoji right now. Like, yes, John Tapper. I love come, John Taffer. <laughs> come to Bob
0: Maggie's Music World and fix it up. Oh Put in God. a butt funnel. <laughs> <laughs> this place could use a butt funnel because I think they have a dance floor. It will keep all the ghosts in one oh, area.
1: Yes. Love Bar this Rescue. This could be a great cross over episode where you have Ghost Adventures, Bar rescue, and then if they serve food, you could have Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. (laughs) And all of them come together to to remodel this, but get the ghosts out and maybe only have pleasant ghosts. This is my
2: reality TV dream right now. Yeah.
1: Actually, like, Clean the place.
2: Marie for the- Kondo. Yes, we need Marie
1: oh, Kondo. To come and declutter it. And then, yeah, someone just put like
2: a fresh coat of paint on the wall. We need the medium from New Jersey Medium to come <laughs> yes. and bless the place. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. This so could be perfect. Gordon Ramsay's in the walk in, throwing out nasty yeah. means. <laughs> he's
1: like, this has been here for five years. John That's Taffer's disgusting. going up
2: to the gun, the water, you know, yeah. beverage gun. And he's it. like, you haven't cleaned this in 40 years. <laughs> He's putting in a butt funnel. He's putting in a butt funnel. Yeah,
0: yeah and why then- do you
2: only serve Everclear and you need food? Oh. You serve it in a boot?
0: You need glassware, you idiot. Start serving flatbread. Don't call it pizza, call it flatbread. His jowls are just flapping in the wind. He's outraged. I want this to exist so badly. <gasps>
1: All, yeah, all TV networks get together, make this happen. Yeah, please. Zach
0: Baggins is upstairs in the dark, just screaming at the and ghosts. And then
1: him and Gordon Ramsay get in a fight, and Gordon Ramsay obviously wins. He
0: just punches them out. Gets one hit. <laughs> Zach's just passed out on the ground.
1: <laughs> and then the medium comes and, like, blesses it, so only the good ghosts
2: stay. I'm gonna make an animation of this. It
0: sounds really Please funny.
2: be incredible. Okay, <laughs> so Zach
0: comes down from the attic and hears a loud bang and Nick screaming. He catches nick running out of the men's restroom very scared he also tells him he's like stop running yeah so then they go back in there and nick explains that he was taking a piss and he heard As a loud bang. and then while they're in there they start taunting the ghosts uh, shortly thereafter they hear another sound which isn't really captured on the video but nick freaks out and runs away and zach starts screaming stop running stop running come here we do not run from this yeah we're here to make out with
1: ghosts don't
2: run away from them which i would be calling osho osho osho, osho.
0: osho. osho's the fake guru yeah. osha which he, maybe he could help i don't know he's dead oh well maybe his ghost can it's help. a hostile work environment it, it, it really
2: is
1: They need to unionize. They really do. All
0: right, so that's about all we got in the main building area. 2 a.m. rolls around, and Matt comes to let them out of the building and go into the basement. Because it's time for another lock-in. To begin the second phase of their lockdown at the area around the well. They begin to investigate the infamous well, and eventually- The satanic well? Yes. It's only full of human heads? (laughs) Yes. Yes, they make a big to do about how this is the
1: portal to hell. Some people call this the portal to hell. Not any people I've spoken to. <laughs> not any people that were willing to be on camera, but
0: some people in my dreams. So here Zach begins to report that he's feeling a burning sensation on his back. And he's also dizzy and feels weird. Well, I have a burning sensation in my eyeballs. <laughs> That burning sensation is your vagina just snapping close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just receding into my body. So it can never it's doing be. the nope thing? Yeah. That
0: octopus? Nope. 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 Right back in into your Zach uterus. Brangin, back in. like, oh, it's going right back into your uterus. Just nope. All right. If anybody has had sex with Zach Paggins, please get in touch.
2: Let us please know. go to Minute Clinic. <laughs> got ghosts in your blood now.
1: I don't know that the Minute Clinic could help you with that. There's no antibiotics for that. Like, well, we tested you for a chlamydia, but it turns out you've got ghosts in your blood. <laughs> this was the olden times. We'd put leeches on you and tell you to do, do cocaine, cocaine. about eat.
0: it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So they start freaking out and they lift up the back of Zach's shirt and are shocked to see that he has a very clear set of scratch marks. Three
1: scratches.
0: Yes, but it takes them for fucking ever to get a shot that you can actually see the scratch marks. Yeah, probably causing scratches, honestly. Oh my god. They're sitting there with his shirt up just going... Zach's just going, bro, bro! What let me, happened? Let me what see, is bro? it? What happened, bro? <laughs> and then Nick is just fumbling with his shirt. He doesn't understand... One of them doesn't understand how to turn the off. Yes. yes, Nick keeps telling Aaron to turn <laughs> the night vision off, but Aaron does not for, like... Minutes, you just sit there staring at a night vision shot of Zach's back, which I know Liz loved. <laughs> I didn't mind it. No,
2: no, no,
0: no, no. They finally figure out how to turn the night vision off, and you see three s- distinct scratch marks down the back of Zach's back. I think they're like by the the fact that it's on his back. I think they're trying to be like, oh, he couldn't have done that himself. Okay. But there's uh, other people there. Yeah. Also, you can reach your back with your hands.
1: But... Also, it's called a back scratcher. It's literally a thing that exists.
0: <laughs> that just looks for an excuse to take his shirt off in True. Most, most episodes. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. So after they re- reveal the scratch marks, they begin to walk around shouting at the ghost that allegedly scratched Zach. Why'd you scratch me? Yeah. Who
1: scratched me? Who scratched me? Are you going to scratch again. me
0: again? In the Room of Faces they light up some candles I and place them on the to ground. God, that's not what it's ever been called before. <laughs> that guy made it up. At the same time they begin to inspect the walls and notice that there are drips of blood. Covered in blood. Yeah, things of I blood. didn't believe
2: that.
1: Cut Co- it's, it's almost like there's I don't know, fucking Water.
2: mildew. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily it's mean mold. It's, it's blood. probably mold,
0: probably. Yeah. The room of faces. Nick volunteers to stay in the room and surrounded by candles and try to record some EVP's. He asks the two murderers questions. During this, he gets a chilling EVP. Oh, this is where we get the um the voice. Oh. You hear a female cry and a raspy male voice immediately following saying, precious, no. I mean, he has a different approach that maybe the ghost will appear if I am not screaming at them.
1: And yeah. I think that that
0: might be a better... If you're yeah. a ghost, are you really going to come out if someone's just demanding like an asshole? I mean, I guess I would for scratching purposes. Sure, I guess.
1: Like, would I come out and tell them about the afterlife no would i come out and just harm them the only ghostly way i could yes of course watch out zach when i'm a ghost I'm gonna knock
2: things down (laughs) on or around you.
1: I'm gonna break all the Jesus statues.
2: Allegedly, allegedly,
1: (laughs) allegedly. So after this, I'm gonna (laughs) cause
2: a real
0: burning sensation. (laughs) (laughs) After this, they regroup and set up a night vision camera. Which is this is the point in the show where they capture the most compelling evidence. They capture a shadowy figure going behind a refrigerator. You can um, see something. Yes. It does look like the figure of a person. As a South Minneapolis ghost expert,
2: <laughs> I would say that was the most credible piece they For, captured. I
1: kind of wondered
0: if it was from somehow from outside. But you're saying it is in the basement. So Yeah, they claim it's in the basement. Um, so, from what I can recall, I haven't seen most seasons of Ghost Adventures. It has gotten to the point where so many seasons have happened that I've only seen the earlier ones. But I recall... This one, and then two other apparitions they've caught on camera. One of a full body, um, similar to this, where you see like a shadowy person. And then there's a, a really creepy episode where there's a hand. Have you seen that episode, Cara? No. There's like a hand that comes out and does like one of these like graspy. Whoa. motions. Creepy. It's very creepy. That could have been fake. It could have been the producer's hand or something. But I remember watching this in college and being freaked out by it. <laughs> Liz is doing that <laughs> towards Kara. I didn't notice. <laughs> That's a creepy hand. So yeah, that's kind of creepy. So now their lockdown is complete. Zach and to crew go home to their moms are glad to be let out. <laughs> they share the opinion that there truly is evil at Bobby Mackey's Music World.
1: <laughs> it's the music. I tell you, it's the music.
0: Because of the demonic attack on Zach, in the following days, they I think consult- they're just
1: smirching the spirit that just
0: doesn't like Zach. It doesn't mean it's demonic. That's true. He's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> so, Zach consults with Bishop James Long of the United States Old Catholic Church. If
1: anybody can explain that to me. What yeah, the old Catholic
0: Church? What's the church new is? Catholic?
2: I sure.
1: feel like you wouldn't. This is not the normal Catholic Church. Nah, he <laughs>
2: creeped me out. He also looked like he was in a bad metal band. He gave he did. me the creeps as well.
0: So, Zach relates and oh, shows. me. <laughs> Allegedly creepy. Bishop it. James Long is not listening to our episode. I'm not worried about it. He doesn't give us a dollar. He does. He takes it from the collection plate. <laughs> Damn. Sends
1: it to Patreon, we, uh, care of one of those you. church envelopes, though.
0: So. so Zach, <laughs> Zach shows right. him the footage. And how this is the first time oh he's ever been attacked. a they just like set on the ground yes. at the church? It's so weird. Long <laughs> notes that since three marks is the marking of the Trinity, the three-clawed scratch mark Zach received was demonic in nature. Well, that's a leap. That was a big leap He to says me. it's mocking the Trinity. I guess. Look,
1: he's an expert, Liz. Maybe a demon only has three fingers. How does he know? Yeah, maybe.
2: I was thinking it's more of a hoof.
0: Oh, you're right. Wouldn't I was have, thinking of a hoof.
2: Wouldn't he have a hoof print on his back? Well, I was thinking that's why it was the three. Because think it's of like, like a the, hoof. It's oh, like the
1: edges, the
0: claws. Yeah, that that could be.
1: <laughs> he should have come up with that.
0: So Long expressed his opinion that paranormal investigators like Zach should stay away from provoking demonic spirits. No shit. <laughs>
1: He's like, you're gonna get. I realize you're a tough, strong, handsome man. Yes, I was. Probably great in the sack.
0: But what you gotta worry about. This is not exaggerated. The, the great in the sack thing. But he did say, look, you're a strong guy, you're a physically fit. Tough you're dude, a tough, yeah. man, tough bro. You're, you're
1: thinking about this on a physical level, but you need to be thinking about it on a spiritual, spiritual level. spiritual
0: warfare. And then
1: Zach's mind is like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to keep provoking him, though."
0: Yeah, Zach's like, "Yeah, well, I think we'll we'll thanks, bro. Do
1: it. Thanks, bro. But I think I'm going to like keep doing what I'm doing. Yes, so because is- otherwise, I don't have a TV show.
0: So this is sort of foreshadowing because there's a follow-up episode called Return to Bobby Mackey's, in which they talk about how they think that these demonic spirits followed them home and I think it's been a while since I've seen the follow up episode but I think Nick in particular is really haunted and has like these I don't know recurring nightmares or something he thinks that he has like a ghost hitchhiker situation yes Uh yes and they're all very like upset by it so I think Nick is
2: the most legit one he went down there and he was sitting in a circle and he was in like the he was meditating and in a lot of the episodes he does he goes and he's like quiet and then I think I'm like hmm
0: that he probably like is the, the way, most legit to yes. commune with the spirit. Yeah. It's not screaming Not
2: at
1: me. screaming, come at me, bro. Yes. <laughs> come th- look at this butt fennel, bro.
0: It's <laughs> how he's been trying to do it. And since leaving Ghost Adventures, Nick has a new ghost show on trial- the Travel Channel. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's any good, but he does strike me as the most legit huh okay so who knows if you've yeah, seen yeah. that I, show, I buy that tell us about it yeah that's pretty much the end of the episode would you want to go
1: to bob mackie's music world
0: yes i kind of would if i, I was in too. the area
1: i think i would go there I, I think we should just go i would
2: just go there for a little road trip i yeah. like kentucky i think it's lovely country
1: i th- i do <laughs> we could go put our feet in the Lickin River. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Ew. we could yeah maybe have some onion rings yeah. i don't know
0: i i guess it would depend on if it's still open like that was many years ago should i look it up yeah, yeah look it up see if we can go to this place
2: i'm sure we could find a nice airbnb around there
1: do you want to <laughs> stay upstairs in that like tenants
2: god no. they've actually turned it into a bad Airbnb. i don't know it would be a good
0: idea to stay there for a long period i feel like you would get like asbestos. you just have to keep he- yeah well that's for sure that's a bit going to get asthma. The air quality
1: is is, is a legitimate concern. Um, hmm.
0: So they don't appear to have a website, but they are, are still you kidding me? Well, actually, maybe they do. Hold on. Oh, yeah, they do. It's bobbymackie.com. <sighs> so they're still open. Oh, my goodness. I have to show this to Kara. Look at the homepage of this website. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Is it looks like it's from 98? What is
0: your reaction to this? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs>
1: Why it's not even showing the business? It's showing like
0: a car. That's on the header. I zoomed this in. This is
2: bad Photoshop. I
0: zoomed in. It's a picture of who I assume is Bobby Mackey in front, in front of, of a pickup truck. Yeah, in front of like a
2: 1998
0: <laughs> convertible. Convertible. That's oh, a convertible. I thought it was it's, a pickup truck. It's
1: not even the business. That's so weird. Yeah, and it says country music lives
2: on the new CD. This is too much. Okay, but I want to go to the place.
0: Okay, so
1: here are music. the
2: um oh, oh, the headers. Home, calendar, gift shop, paranormal, links. <laughs> what about the food? I want to see the drink specials and the menu.
0: What I'm is interested that? in that.
2: Come for the ghosts, Stay for the music, it says. How about <laughs> the happy hour options? Oh, that is a point. If I go, I'll have to hear music.
1: You'll probably to your country
2: music. This is bad. There's a show tonight, you guys. Saturday, January 19th.
0: Oh. Oh. Is Bobby Mackey's? It's an
2: eleven dollar cover, which is a very random number that to seems me.
0: Very high. I know. I'm like, I'm like a five dollar max cover.
2: Same. Ugh. I really wanted to know about what kind of menu they have. Yeah. What can I drink out of a booth? Two for ones. You know <laughs> what's the special on the onion rings? Yeah. You're yeah. Cheese fries are you no. not. Not seeing yeah. the
0: menu probably because there's not much on it. Nachos. How about a Hedgie's pizza? Yeah. Oh, Billy Brown is playing tonight, you guys. Okay, well, Billy. They're celebrating their 40th anniversary. Let's see what's oh. under paranormal,
2: as featured on Ghost Adventures.
0: The link doesn't really seem to work. <laughs> oh, so uh, I don't. That's know.
1: a technical malfunction caused by the spirit.
0: Oh, there it goes. Oh. Oh, so it looks like they contract out these ghost tours with this company called Gatekeeper Paranormal. So you can book a tour through them of Bobby Mackey's Music World, quote, the most haunted nightclub in America. Again, nightclub, <laughs> loosely such a, defined such a stretch. So the 2-hour tour starts at 7, 8 or 9 two PM. hours. We can also do afternoon tours Monday through Thursday between late August and birthday parties, bachelorettes. You <laughs> can book you can book a 5-hour investigation? That's too much. The 5-hour investigations are private. The, on a 2 And you get a free tour. hat. <laughs> <laughs> on the two hour tour, you are taken around all three fourth floors of the building the main floor, the upstairs, and the basement. Your tour guide is with you at all times and provides information on the history of the location and reported paranormal activity. Oh, no. <laughs> on the five hour no, investigation, no. you are given a, giving a brief tour of the entire building. By a your brief guide, tour on a five hour And take. then you're free to investigate on your own. Oh. I want free beer with that. Yeah, that better come with free beer. <laughs> so the cost of a two hour tour is $35 per person. All hey, right, that's
1: reasonable. That's less than I was expecting. Do you
0: want to know? Guess how much the five-hour investigation costs? $100. Keep going. $200. $595. Are you kidding me? Just to be in the building by yourself? And you need a $100 non-refundable deposit. Oh, hell no. Yeah, The two-hour tour is (laughs) enough. We could do that one. the two-hour tour is (laughs) plenty. You don't want to be in there all night. You're going to... Hell no. We got to go... You're going to get asbestos. Yeah. Yeah. Do something fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) What do you think is the most haunted place in the area, Kara? Do you have a theory about if someone wanted to do a, a ghost investigation? Here? Yeah, in South Minneapolis or nearby areas.
2: You know, the uh, cemetery. Yeah. That's right on Lake Street is the oldest cemetery. Oh,
1: yeah. We've talked about uh, soldiers and pioneers.
2: Yeah, but how...
0: I don't know. I don't know
2: if cemeteries are haunted. It's like, I feel like people don't want to hang out there. Yeah,
0: you know Sue's theory, where you don't haunt the place you're buried. You haunt the place that you died, but people have died in that cemetery. That's true. That's true.
1: Someone's killed themselves
2: there. Oh, you know what I've been seeing there? So, we live right down the street. Whoop, whoop. South Minneapolis. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) There is a deer yes that is stuck in the cemetery and yes that hangs out on the perimeter like right on lake street every day i've been seeing it for three weeks we were there for a tour we saw all it. over the
0: summer and the deer was there yeah it's probably just learned that it's a safe place to be yeah i
2: mean it's in the middle of the city so it probably is a nice chill place to be it's just kind of strange yeah to see this it's a big deer
0: it's not little it's really like a large lady deer. I want to say. I think it's a yeah. uh, female deer. Yeah. So I looked up an article of the eleven most haunted places in Minnesota, okay. and we've seen a lot of these in our ghost tours. So eleven is the Washington Street B- Bridge in Minneapolis. Okay. okay. It's sure. A, um, the number ten is the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul. Oh yeah.
1: Theaters are always haunted.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, it talks about how it's haunted by the ghost of Ben which we learned, sure. we learned about him on like our tour. With, yeah. Nine is the Warden's House in Stillwater. Ooh. Stillwater seems Ooh. very haunted. Yeah. <sighs> it does. Yeah, because it used to be just a prison. Yeah. yeah. Uh, eight is Four Paws Restaurant in St. Paul, which I've heard is haunted. Huh. Four Paws? We yeah. should go there. Let's go. It was once a three-story Victorian mansion. What kind of food they got there? They got <laughs> cheese curds? I think, I think it's pretty fancy. Four oh, Paws? Wow. <laughs> I'm more of a two-for-one kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> that's disappointing. So it's said to be haunted by uh Mr., uh Mrs. Fourpaw or Mr. Fourpaw. Wait, that's a name? Oh yeah. I thought it was Fourpaws. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's spelled F-O-R-E-P-A-U-G-H. Yeah,
2: this place isn't for me. I can't yeah. pronounce that kind of word.
0: Yeah, four, Mr. Forpa shot himself when his Ooh. wife ended the marriage oh, and shit. his mistress Molly was heartbroken. She was apparently pregnant with his child and ended up hanging herself from a chandelier Ooh. in one of the bedrooms. Folk. Oh. So both Joseph Forpa and his mistress Molly are said to haunt the restaurant. Okay. Seven is the Greyhound Bus Museum in Hibbing. The Greyhound Bus Museum? The Greyhound Bus Museum in Hibbing is probably not the first place you might think of when it comes to haunted locations. You are correct. But nevertheless, (laughs) it's one of the most haunted places in Minnesota. Staff at the museum say that one particular scenic uh, cruise, one particular scenic cruise 4501... Is that a bus? Is home to a spirit who frequently opens and closes the windows and doors of the bus. Yes. There are also regular sightings of strange shadows flitting around the onboard nine bus. And the voice of a little girl has been heard in the shadows between the old vehicles on display. So that's interesting. Uh, First Ave is said to be haunted. Oh yes, I've heard about the ghost in the woman's bathroom. Perhaps one of the most grisly paranormal Hmm. tales comes from Minneapolis and the iconic First Ave music venue. It is said that a blonde woman and took her own life in the fifth stall of the lady's bathroom mm-hmm. by hanging herself. What? On occasion, yeah, she has one. shown herself to unlucky huh. patrons who see her bloated apparition still hanging there from her makeshift no Don't noose. body shame her in the afterlife. That's <laughs> rude! However, she is not alone in the venue. Staff have nicknamed another spirit Slippy. Uh, this particular entity okay. is said to make a balloon appear from nowhere, what? which then That's fucking floats creepy. up and down the staircase oh, on its hell own. Hell no. I don't like that at mm-hmm. all. Mm, I don't like haunted balloons. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they also have equipment malfunctions right. and random destruction of property. So the Gibbs Farmhouse in St. Paul. Is said to be haunted. Um, A nine-year-old Willie Gibbs faced a raging prairie fire that threatened to engulf the family farmhouse. The house was spared, but sadly, young Willie died of smoke inhalation. He is known to remove toys from locked display cabinets and leave them scattered across the floor. He also likes to open and close cabinet doors, and he is capable of making quite a noise rocking back and forth in a rocking chair upstairs. Hmm. The Palmer House hotel in Sock Center. I think this is where Ghost Adventures went. It was oh, the Palmer wow. House. I think there's an episode of, of this. It's long been known as one of the most haunted places in Minnesota. Reports of paranormal activity have been made since the 1950s. Um, some of these include an apparition of a young boy, a ball bouncing down the stairs, disembodied voices, and poltergeist activity. So then they talk about the Wabashaw Street Caves. Oh, I've been there. Minneapolis City Hall is said to be haunted. I believe and that. Grey yep. Cloud Island is said to be haunted what as well. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so one of the key features of Grey Cloud Island, it's in Washington County. I've never been there. Oh this is Native American burial grounds shit. Oh boo. So yeah. Those are some of the most haunted places in Minnesota. Hmm. Well, I think
1: we'll need to check out the Greyhound bus museum yes. in Hibbing.
0: We could. Well, we could go be there.
1: Quite an adventure. We could go
0: see uh, Glen Sheen and make a stop in Hibbing.
2: Oh, oh! oh I hear a road trip,
0: <laughs> <laughs> spooky girls weekend, <laughs> I'm in like the North Shore. Everything about that. Me too. All right. So I think we're wrapping up this. Should we rate Ghost Adventures oh. on Robert Stacks? Kara, what do you think? You can give it a possible five out of five Robert Snacks. I'm going to give it a four. I love Ghost Adventures, despite how ridiculous it is that's kind of a reason to like it
2: i love ghost adventures i don't like zach and i didn't like the clammy guy but overall <laughs> i enjoyed the experience the, mm. yes
0: the experience of watching ghost adventures i it just really brought me back i give it at least a four and a half out of five robert sacks two <laughs> I, I, just don't, hates it. I don't know she hates it
1: <laughs> i was not really feeling it maybe it's, it might be a thing we have to watch more than one
2: i think Possibly. we needed more wine that's also true. Yes, yes, that's for yes, sure. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> no doubt about that. More wine would a helped.
2: Morning wine.
1: Yes. Yeah. Day drinking gets five out of five. Robert. Stacks. Yes, agreed. <laughs> what would Robert Stack think of ghost adventures? I don't think he would like it. He didn't even like the paranormal things on Unsolved Mysteries. True. And I, I can't imagine a Robert Stack interacting with Zach oh no <laughs> <Could> you- <laughs> like he's gonna that think he's something. such a a young uh,
0: ragamuffin or whatever sort of word he would <laughs> Scoundrel use yeah yes or something. he's like this rascal yes. yeah no all right well that's that for this episode thanks for coming on the show Cara yes, yes. Thank you, Cara. thanks for having me we friends that fun. was fun where
2: can people find out more about you oh sure check out my insta at Cara Morell art yes and hey, Facebook, Connor
1: Morrell. They, abso- they absolutely should do that. Please.
2: Mm-hmm. If you're in Minneapolis, come take a yoga class. Come see some art. Me and Liz are going to be doing some new collaborations. Yes. Coming Very up. exciting. It's very cool.
0: Yeah, you can find both of them on Instagram where you will see images of their art. Highly recommend. If you go to our Instagram page, you'll see both of them tagged. So it's easy to find. Okay. Yeah. Woo.
1: All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for your money. Thanks, Thanks for your money. Go, Thanks. Go solve some mysteries, bitches.
0: Bye. Bye.